football at its absolute best. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello win column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. Josh McGrath for the win. He got it. If you don't like college football, and you watch this one, I'm not sure what your problem is. Rid it, did to do, and welcome into More Important Issues. It is Thursday, July 27th. If you're like me and Landon, you're counting down to the, the days till football season. It is, I've updated it, 37, baby. We're getting there. We're closer, and if you're a high school football fan, even better. I don't know the countdown days, but you're getting even closer. Yeah, I was going to say peerless price days. I, I'm. I really want to see players just wear like numbers that are just random. Which I mean, not entirely random because especially in the in the NFL, excuse me, it's it's pretty popular. But I mean, you do have at Tennessee uh, a wide receiver in Ramel Keaton that wears number eighty. So that's like you're getting there. Yeah. 37, 37 is way like, more, no, way more whatever, like I said, than, than 80. But like in the, in college football, how often do you see a wide receiver wearing number 80? Like that's pretty, pretty good. I'm pretty sure in, in today's day and age, if you give a player number 37, they're leaving the program. <laughs> and, uh, fearless process entered the transfer portal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's the wide receiver did cut. Yeah. That's, I, I don't disagree with that fact. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's great. Um, and we have had to call an audible to, this uh this episode just uh you know classic more important issues uh it's just different over here a couple uh technical difficulties so we are gonna have i won't give his name until it happens because you know that's the mascot way um but uh we do have a, a guy who donned the 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 smoky uh stoom for a couple years on the show good good friend of the pod i meant uh, to ask is it is it like a suit or a stoom Mm, like I don't they know. get it, they get offended if you call it a costume. <laughs> Good news is we're gonna have him back on, so that'll be the first question we ask okay, at yeah. some point. Uh, he he kind of I don't I don't think he knew what he was agreeing to, but he did agree to the hot tub. He did, yeah. So and it's good. it's documented, so it's correct. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, good friend of the pod. We're gonna have him on, kind of go uh, behind the mask, if you will, um, and uh, talk a little smoky. His time, uh, he's got some. I mean, first off, like when you're on the field, like we have one night that we got to go on the field and we'd still talk about it. He, he did it for like 40 games. So yeah, um, of course you're going to have some good stories. I, we also, actually we, we've been on that field a couple times. True. One time during a Tennessee game. Yes. Uh, or after he wasn't even during actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I don't listen to me. Uh, I did mean to ask him. I, I, well, we I started to, and then like classic, I'm excited for y'all to watch it just cause like it embodies, we found someone who wants to go on tangents with us, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot of tangents. He has some beef with Lee Corso. Um, in 2004, he, Lee Corso picked Auburn over Tennessee and he stormed the stage, and Lee Corso started yelling at him to, to get off. I think he even told him to get the hell off the stage. 
I've been trying to find the video. I can't, I can't find it on YouTube, but yeah, he, Lee Corso yelled at him to get off the stage. We should file Lee Corso. <laughs> I guarantee I you, uh, Lee Corso, yeah, Lee Corso does not remember that. No chance. Zero <laughs> chance. Um, is he still going to be on the show this year? Have they retired him yet? I don't know. I don't know either. I kind of like just bring him on for picks. That's all I need. Like he's he's going to be Nick Saban. Like he's not retiring. True. You're going to have to retire him. Oh, that's took a dark turn. <laughs> <laughs> Smokey tried to. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna a little little you know twist and turn. We're, we're calling audible uh, the line of scrimmage here. Play clock sticking down, but we did it. Uh, we are going to talk about Pitt. Um, doing doing our 2022 rewatch as we count down the days, um, count down the days to football. But uh, it was a good rewatch. I mean, well, it, it had some highlight moments. It, I forgot how not well Tennessee played during this game. Yeah, that I mean, that's you, you can't have a, a worse start than what Tennessee had. And yeah, there was some ugly football for sure. Yeah, it was mentioned too. It was almost a complete reversal of of how the game started last year. Yeah, ten then, nothing. 10 to nothing. And then obviously the opposite team came out on top. So it, it was kind of like par- a lot of parallels in that, that uh, home and home is pretty interesting. But yeah, we'll talk yeah. about that. Par- Sorry. No, I, I was going to say like, as soon as they announced that, you it, made me feel, it, it made me feel a lot better. Oh, I thought for sure. I remember them doing that in real time. And I remember thinking that that was the announcer curse right there. No way we mm. win this football game now. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk that pit rewatch and, uh, and then I'm sure we'll, we'll dig up some stuff. There is some, I mean, it's not good recruiting news, but there is some recruiting news that some guys have announced. Um, even baseball got some bad news. Um, Start on fall and Yeah. So there there is some, (laughs) yeah. If anyone in the last 10 days has, uh, requested you to follow them, you know, fall nation, get my followers up. You can unfollow them. You're good. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll discuss a little bit of that. If you've got questions though, talk them in the chat. We're uh, I think we're gonna have to call this the second most uh, tangented show of all time. So we can we can we're gonna try to get you to an hour because um, you know we know some of y'all have commutes to work, and we're gonna try to carry you through that Friday. Um, so we'll we'll do our best. And uh, so if you got questions, drop them in comments. Um, I mean, real quick before I, I do the ad that gets us into the show, Jeremy Pruitt. Shout out. Hard. New job. Congratulations. Which sparks yeah. debate. Would you rather be Butch Jones or Jeremy Pruitt after leaving Tennessee? I thought about this. I think I'd rather be Butch Jones. See, I if I was Jeremy Pruitt and I had to buy out, I would 100% would rather be Jeremy Pruitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's now yeah, like – out. It is pretty <laughs> – well, it's like uh, there is a pride aspect to it, but at the same time, to the teachers out there, I just I know how hard you work for what little you get. Do you think Jeremy Pruitt? I think Jeremy Pruitt's gonna be the most hated person on that staff because I don't think he's going to do his job as a teacher. Well, his dad's the head football coach, so it's like is he still? I thought I saw that he's no longer. He is still. He is still. Yes. Okay. Is he coaching uh, football? Because I saw where he's gonna be the JV boys basketball coach. Yeah. Yeah. Hit, no. Not even. He's the junior high head coach. Oh, junior. Oh, oh, okay. I misunderstood. Yeah. So he's the he's the head middle school coach. He is okay. coach Jersey. That's kind of cool. Middle school basketball, like it's that's kind of a good gig. Middle schools, if you coach middle school sports and get paid to coach middle school sports, that's kind of a good gig because you every middle school sport lasts like a month and a half. That's it. Yeah, I was about to say it's like the I guess that's the one sanctioned sport that we had in middle school. Wasn't we big. had a couple sanctioned, but yeah, it was the biggest sanction. 
I think uh, I think volleyball for some reason was as well. Okay. Yeah. So good gig. I mean, we we played basketball November through like early January. Yeah. You can't hate. I, you can't hate. Um, I think I would rather be. I think I'd rather be Jeremy Pruitt because I don't know. Like it, uh, and then Butch Jones also smoked a cigar in Neyland Stadium, like he won something, which is just embarrassing for both of us. Correct. He also <laughs> learned. He also clearly learned. Like he did all that under Saban. You, you're thinking classic Saban rehab program, but he obviously learned nothing because he's running the Arkansas State football program just into the ground. Yeah, I think that's that would be the only reason I'd want to be. I'd rather be Butch Jones because he did like get a head coaching job, like right after he was saved. I would rather coach middle school boys basketball than Arkansas State. I'll say that. Okay. What about pay? Is that does that tickle your fancy? <laughs> I mean, yeah, if we're looking at it from a pay standpoint, I don't know. Like would you do you really want to recruit as hard as you have to recruit to keep the job at Arkansas State? Well here here's the thing. Do you want to live in Jonesboro, Arkansas or is it Plainview, Alabama? I don't know if that's the name of the town, but yeah it's Plainview. That's the school. Yeah, wherever that is, mm. uh, it, it is probably a how close is Jonesboro town. to Hot Springs? <laughs> um, about an hour and a half, two hours. Oh, that's not bad. I say Plainview. I'm in uh, Jonesboro. That's not bad. Jonesboro is kind of looking up for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hot know, Springs, cool the, casino. Yeah, oh, okay. Everything in Arkansas is like an hour and a half away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, an interesting story to come out though. Regardless, I mean, not shocking. I'm shocked he hadn't been doing that previously. Well, now he gets to work with his wife too. Casey's on board. She's always been. She's always been on board. First off, we know that. Yes, yes. He's always worked with her. Um, I've always said respect. Nothing but respect for for uh, Casey Pruitt. She'll Barbara be Jones. the secondary ELA intervention teacher. Oh, here's another aspect that we that didn't talked about, and which one you there have. But just he didn't live with his family the entire time he was at Alabama. They all lived in Knoxville. At least, like, Jeremy's with, like, his dad, his entire family. They refused to move to Tuscaloosa with Butch. That's how That's how everyone understood how worthless that job was to Butch Jones. Is Is Plainview going to be the new, like... New rehab I'm, program? The IMG of Alabama. <laughs> they if, just he still, had, if he's still got some of that money he made as a head coach, I mean, he could probably fund it himself. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, getting middle school... Basketball players, you give them a twenty, they're like, "Yeah, sign me up, coach." <laughs> just uh, go, go even higher than that. Just get the whole team Jordans, and they're all in. Oh yeah, they're all in. Do it. Uh, all right, we are gonna get into our episode here. That was good. That was good. I said we got a tangent. Good. We're we're striving for the best here. But before we do start our pit rewatch, I want to give a big shout out to Underdog Collectibles. Underdog is Knoxville's best sports collectible store with a wide selection of UT cards, autographs, and memorabilia. Whether you're looking for a Peyton Manning autographed helmet or the most recent Topps baseball card release, you'll find it at Underdog. The shop is owned by UT graduates and proudly supports UT sports by hosting NIL events throughout the year. Stop by the 640 Plaza at 4452 Western Avenue in Knoxville. It is probably near a Domino's, definitely near a Little Caesars, and right next to Club 4 Fitness. They're open six days a week with live YouTube shows three nights per week. Remember, always bet on the Underdog. Shout out to Underdog Collectibles. Go check them out. They've got an event coming up. I like the tweet. I don't know which one it is, but it's coming up. They've got something this weekend. Make sure you check them out. This is why you don't rely on me for information. We need to stop by there soon. Yes, we do. I want to go to the new the new store. Um, 
we need to make that happen. We're not, I say we're like, we're, I feel like we're busy, but uh, this weekend I am, I am pretty busy, but yeah. after that, I'm probably not. Um, top 25 matchup, baby. <laughs> yeah. Top 25. Um, honest, like, I mean, I don't know if like the defenses play, I think Tennessee's defense played pretty good. Honestly, like I, 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 I thought this originally and, um, I, I even thought it on the rewatch, like, Caden, Caden Slovis, Keaton, Keaden Slovis, Slovis, stand up for him. Like he had a like credit to Tennessee's defense. I thought Tim Banks called a pretty good game overall. I think a lot of the mishaps were due to a linebacker that's already been called out today by someone on this podcast. So I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I don't know if Joey just rewatched the game and was like, yeah, I'm going to call this dude out. Um, I didn't think he played very good, especially in the first quarter. I mean, my first thought was Aaron Beasley is the only linebacker worth a damn right now. Um, and I still don't think he played perfect. But it, it's kind of funny because you mentioned last week, we talked about some of the things we questioned that happened last season. It's very clear Aaron Beasley should have been on the field. The whole time. The, the whole time. Um, that's exactly all right. We got confirmation. I kind of <laughs> thought that during my rewatch. Um, but yeah, so that, I mean, I thought Keaton Slovis played really good. I mean, I think halfway through the second quarter, we had had like 13 quarterback pressures, nine hits and a sack. And this dude's yeah. still hanging in there. Yeah. We beat the brakes off their quarterbacks. Nick Patty too. Both yeah. of them just got yeah. annihilated. And, uh, if uh, I'm not even going to attempt to say his last name, you know, me, I'm, I'm the Bob Kessling on this podcast with pronunciations, but Israel, uh, has that 75 or 76 yard run in, that's, in the first that's quarter. Izzy in the hizzy. <laughs> yeah. And uh if if he doesn't have that, I mean he doesn't his day looks a lot worse. Yeah, I mean besides the two like the that run in the first quarter and then Bartholomew's 57 yard scamper and hurdle. Which he did try to hurdle someone on his very first catch of the game. Yes. So we should have <laughs> so known he was, he was dialed into that. Yeah. Um besides those two plays I thought Tennessee's defense played pretty flawlessly. Yeah, I, I think there was some I, – I think it boiled down to – I think Tim Banks caught a really good game dialing up some uh, very well-timed blitzes. I mean, the one that stands out is right there at the end of the second half, Wesley Walker's on fourth down. I mean, just an excellent play – an excellent execution by Wesley Walker. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. I thought this defense played really well. Outside of, again, I think – which I think was probably a highlight of – we're gonna. I think we're going to see this theme throughout the year – I think your really big weak spot was linebacker. We thought it was a secondary. I think it's linebacker. A lot of stuff open over the middle pretty consistently. Yeah. I, corner definitely wasn't great no. by any means. Um, I mean, it just seemed like in this game we were just letting guys catch it and then we would tackle. Yeah. I, and I think, too, I think what does help your secondary, I think uh, Wesley Walker, I think Tamari McDonald played really good, too, in yep. this game, um, which, I, you know, he's not on the out, he's not stuck out there on the outside. But he does take a lot of pressure off. Yeah, and what a roller coaster of a game for Trayvon Flowers. Yes, um, gets that pick that kind of turns the whole game around, and then he gets hurtled by a, a guy named Bartholomew. Two hundred sixty pound tight end <laughs> that was not in a Tennessee uniform, <laughs> and um, muffs a punt. And yep. Which is he had something. To, oh, so, and then he he gets a sack at the end of the game in, in overtime. Yeah, the the puff, the muff punt, and then the punt block. If if those two things don't happen, which is pretty crazy, but there were a lot of special teams plays. I mean, Tennessee went didn't get their first down, their first first down until we were down ten to nothing. Yeah. Um, so there was there was a lot of special teams in this game. 
Uh, if not for that, your special teams plays pretty flawlessly too. Yeah, when Tennessee took the lead, it, it seemed like because it, it was kind of we scored seventeen straight points like back to back to back, like three straight drives. Yeah, it definitely highlighted the ability of this offense to just explode. Yeah, and, and I thought it was over, but then it just seemed like at the end of the at halftime, the t- both teams come out and neither one won to win. You had yeah, the third uh, quarter was scoreless, so yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pitt missed two field goals, and then we had a a punt blocked. We fumbled, and then we muffed a punt. Yeah. So neither of these teams wanted to win until uh, Cedric Tillman was like, "Hey, I'll just go get this ball and and yeah. um, and end it." And then uh, Pittsburgh takes a sack on third and long and doesn't throw it far enough on third down. <laughs> so yeah, even if that ball is caught, he's short of the end zone, which is nice. Which he was, was kind of open, so I didn't love that. He was he was pretty open. He wasn't going to score though. I mean, that's no. Um, but if he if he catches if he doesn't fall down, he, that's a touchdown. That's that's probably a touchdown. Yes. Yeah. Um, Cedric Tillman too struggled early in this game. I mean, that you probably have first down on the first drive. Maybe uh, if Cedric catches that little slant, I know it's thrown hard, but hit him in the chest. Um, and then he has another one that may have been pass interference, but again, hits him in the chest. Um, I think on the second drive, and so he definitely struggled early on. Uh, in this game, which was, you know, not fun to see. But uh, he, he definitely – I mean, obviously, he's he's a big reason you win that game. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, obviously caught the game-winning touchdown, but beyond that. And Tennessee had their chances. They had a lot of, you know, missed throws down the field that, that should have been touchdowns. And That's Hendon's accuracy pretty much this entire game was not great. Yeah, he started two for eight, yep. which not good at all. <laughs> um, so – and I think a lot of that was – it's Pat Narduzzi's defense. They're going to come at you and, and load the box and um, make you throw it and make you complete passes down the field, and Tennessee couldn't do it. You know, there's a lot of one-on-one matchups, which you like with these receivers, um, but just couldn't connect on them. And, and when that happens, that's a that's not good for this offense. It's definitely not good for um, an offense going against a pretty good defense too. Yeah, there's a, there's a throw to Jalen Hyatt, deep slant. Uh, post route, whatever it was, um, second drive of the game, maybe that if he can that if it's if it if it's thrown to him, I mean, potential touchdown opportunity for Jalen Hyatt. Safety was playing several yards off of him when the ball arrives. I'm thinking I, I repictured that little uh, that little seam type route he ran against Alabama that left left two guys just standing there. That, okay. That's what I saw when when that ball got thrown to him and um, just a little little far out of reach. And I think, yeah, I mean, I think if Hendon, if Hendon Hooker's accurate, accurate in this game, like he was pretty much the rest of the season, um, this could have been really ugly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, looking at like who all, I mean, Slovis goes down, you're thinking, Oh, it's over. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, we just kind of beat ourselves and, and let Pittsburgh stay in it and they get a late touchdown. And so we give up a freaking, Stupid throw on fourth down in the back of the end zone. Um, but yeah, this this was an interesting game. It wasn't perfect, but I did think the defense bowed up when they needed to. Um, yep. You know, probably gave up gave up 141 yards on the ground. But again, 76 of that should all in one play. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then. I forget what what happened. There was a oh, it was right before the half. We God, stupid football. Um, we get a fumble, 
Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, we're in field goal range. Let's throw it up deep. Throws a pick. Yeah. Well, not a pick, but yeah. Right? Yeah, that ball got overturned. That play got overturned. It did. Yeah. Which Tennessee did get lucky in a couple. I mean, I disagree heavily with Pat Narduzzi. He said Bruno. Oh, so we got a field goal out of it. We did get a field goal out of it. Yeah. Um, that was the that was a fairly easy field goal. It was the fourth quarter one. That was like a fifty what yarder. Yeah, it was a dawn punch. Yeah, and I mean, you look back and Tennessee allows them to go score, so needed <laughs> um, fifty-one yard field goal. Uh, but yeah, that's um, that was the. Uh, Tennessee got lucky a couple times in this game. Obviously, that that tip you mentioned earlier about Travion Flowers' interception, that did tip off of a Pitts player's hands. That was good defense to get a hand in the way, but it did hit hit a pit wide receiver in the hands. We had um, like eight tip balls and couldn't come down with them. There was a play early in the game where Jeremy Banks tips the ball, and they get they catch it for a first down. And then yeah. he gets up and talks trash. And I'm thinking, <laughs> what are we what are we doing? Um that would have been a good 15 yard penalty moment for sure. Uh, and then that play you mentioned where should have, I'm not saying that the call was wrong because he was out of bounds, but probably should have been an interception. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, again, heavily disagree with Pat Narduzzi on this, but he, he was still thinks probably to this day that Brew McCoy wasn't forced out. And he said, yeah, we had hands on him, but we didn't force him out. I'm thinking, what are you doing with your hands? If, if you're not moving him, so <laughs> but, he was, Pat Narduzzi was on the field more than, um, What's his name at, at uh, Kermit? Texas A and M. Oh, uh, oh yeah, him too. Uh, golly, Buzz. Uh, I almost called him Buzz Peterson. Uh, Buzz Williams. <laughs> Buzz Williams. Okay. I want to say Buzz for some two basketball coaches in our lifetime named Buzz. That's stupid. <laughs> um, how do you even get the name Buzz? Surely that's not their given name. It's a Toy Story thing, probably. Shout out Tom Hanks. Um, but yeah, that's the. Uh, I think Tennessee did get a couple like breaks their way. Not that they didn't necessarily help them. I mean, but yeah, I, I think this, uh, this is one of those games where you, you did feel like maybe the breaks are going to go f- for Tennessee. Now on that interception, we talked about Trayvon flowers. Um, Slovis did get absolutely lit up by Aaron Beasley. Yeah. Beasley had 14 tackles. I didn't realize that. I mean, I knew he was all over the field, but 14 tackles is a ton. Yeah, Aaron Beasley. I mean, Aaron, and this this season doesn't happen without Aaron Beasley. Let's just let's let's put that out there. Yeah. Um, absolutely stand up game for him. But yeah, I, I mean, when you, <sighs> dang it, what are we mad Sorry. about now? I just thought of like Pittsburgh mascot and Aaron Beasley, and it's messed up. Pittsburgh mascot Aaron Beasley. It's a cat. <laughs> I kind of forgot that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make the joke. You, you didn't. Well, you did. <laughs> you didn't. I don't know. You made I it. didn't put it out there. Yeah. Um, I thought Tennessee um, probably should have ran the ball. I mean, we ran it 35 times, but it just felt like, I don't know. It felt like Tennessee ran the ball, especially Jalen Wright, every time he was given it. Um, and... There just felt like times where we threw it where I was like, ah, you know, maybe maybe run that ball. Yeah, I mean, this is a game like a perfect example of Jalen Wright. It's like, dude, you're averaging five yards a carry. If you can just hang on to the football. Yeah. Like that that could have been a huge day, but, you know, if you can't hang on to the football, they'll put Jabari Small in. 
Yeah, and, and, and Jabari Small is a really good back, and I think where Jabari Small really shines is in those uh, short short yardage situations. I mean, he's almost a. It's funny that we obviously it worked. I'm not complaining, but it's funny that we, the Princeton Fant package even makes it in because it seems like if Jabari Small has the ball within the three yard line, he's going to score. Yeah. Also, help me out on a ruling because Jabari Small did score off this play. So Cedric Tillman's called down at like the half yard line. If your forearm hits the ground, are you down or is it just elbow? It's forearm. Okay. And it's so weird because it was like from his like wrist to there. Yeah. It's it was not it's much. Yeah. They called him down. I just didn't yeah. know if I thought maybe it was the forearm, but I was also like, that sucks because like his his forearm did not get very far on the ground before well, he made it to the end zone. It's funny that like, I mean, now we have cameras, but watching like a lot of like games back in the nineties where people get tackled right around the same place and the official just can't wait to do this. So it's always, uh, yeah. it was always a touchdown. Well, I was watching the uh, Arkansas uh, 2002 game the other night, uh, the six overtime game and um, Jabari Davis gets ruled for a touchdown in that overtime. Uh, Troy Fleming recovers the fumble in the end zone, but they called it a touchdown prior to Troy Fleming recovering. So Jabari Davis got it. The ball popped out like the one yard line. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but like you said, that official sees him, sees him oh, going, yeah. and he's just boom. Yeah, in real time, it, it's it's a touchdown all the way. Yeah, for sure. Um, Jacob and, Warren's would have been a touchdown probably. In, probably. In and that's didn't that happen? I think they mentioned it. Didn't that happen last year? A very similar like tight end up the seam, go go down at the one yard line, or did we score on it? I don't. I don't remember. Two thousand one. Sorry. Two thousand one. Two thousand twenty one. I don't remember. Um, okay. I do know Jacob Warren, you're six six, get in the freaking end zone. <laughs> also love the play call, love a freaking tight end pop pass right over the middle. Yeah, I feel like Tennessee with their wide splits, uh, I feel like that could be utilized a lot more, which maybe there is some trust factor with the tight ends. We don't seem to necessarily love going to them. Uh I don't know if that changes with with this year's roster. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I feel like you're, McAllen Castles, maybe that's that's different. Um, I feel like Ethan Davis gets the ball a lot more when he's playing. Yeah, I, I would I would think he's more of a a threat. No offense to Princeton fan or Jacob Warren or he's just anybody. he's more of a pass catcher. Yeah, yeah, he's caught ball. I mean, I guess Jacob Warren kind of was a Fairview too, but. <laughs> Like, he, he wasn't a wide receiver at Fairview, right. whereas Ethan Davis was pretty much a wide receiver. Right. Yeah. Um, overall, though, I mean, not I. it's so nice. I'm, I'm glad we're kind of doing this rewatch. It's so much less stressful. I remember being very angry for a lot of this game, which I also was watching it. Half of it was watched at a wedding, like during the ceremony. Um, go balls. And so that's, you know, tough to no, – no sound makes it a lot more different by the way mm-hmm. uh there were a lot of plays that i don't like i don't entirely remember but i remember being upset about them and being able to hear the announcers talk about it add some context to it and stuff it's it's nice so watching a game on mute is brutal it's 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 the worst if you have a fall wedding just know i'll, I'll never forgive you <laughs> hey uh or a pittsburgh kicker didn't we get in oh yeah wait we have a fall wedding this year. It is on Friday. It's on Friday. Yeah, we're good. I feel like someone else mentioned a fall wedding to us maybe next year. So I hate you. Yeah, 
I mean, as long as, I'm cool with the fall wedding as long as it's not on Saturday. Fridays are fine, and by I'm okay with the bye week, but just understand that I will be watching a football game. Yeah, for sure. That's it. Sorry, go back into the pit. Yeah, it's I, hard to me enjoy, to enjoy a wedding, and, and like you're inviting me, like this is what you get. It's hard for me to enjoy somebody's wedding when I'm stressed out about a football game. For one, I get stressed out, like me not being able to watch it, and then I'm stressed out of what's going on in the football game. So, right, it's just not a good recipe. So, if and, you want me to come to your wedding, probably don't invite me on a Saturday. The Tennessee's playing. Yeah, and it's probably it's, it's and probably I'm not going. I, you're better than me. I'll, I'll still go, but you're better than me. Um, like twenty, like thirteen to twenty, like seventeen, eighteen. I'm trying to. I guess I went to. I don't know if I went to any in twenty nineteen. Definitely not in twenty twenty during football season. Um, going to weddings during then and when Tennessee sucked and everyone's like confused why I'm mad during that time, it, it made me more mad. Why you're confused? I'm mad. <laughs> Just let yeah, me be angry. <laughs> Just let me be angry. That's a, and I am good at being ang- like less angry later. Like on Sunday, I'm less angry. Even later that night, as long as it's not a night game, I'm less angry. Um, but if you don't let me work through my anger, it's just going to build and boil, and it's not good. Yeah, uh, I do want to ask about a player on Pittsburgh's team, um, Bub Means. I don't okay. know if they mentioned it in the broadcast, but Drod Means, or aka Bub Means now. Transferred from Tennessee to Pittsburgh. I don't think it was mentioned. Bub, so he's Gerard. Now he's Bub. Yeah. How do you, how does that transition happen? I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. Interesting. Huh. I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that happened either. To be fair, you're 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 giving me brand new information from a game that happened almost a year ago. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm pretty positive it's the same person. Okay. I, I see that he transferred from Louisiana Tech in 2021. Was he at Tennessee Pride? He doesn't have any yeah. Tennessee stats on ESPN. So, top end draw means. I, I'm, I'm trying. You're going to have to work with me. This this is not cooperating. Yeah. Draw means. Interesting. Tennessee, yeah. Sign with Tennessee, you ever make it to campus? That would have been the Jeremy Pruitt 2020. Yeah, 2019 class. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, well, he had 401 yards this year and two touchdowns. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, Jeremy Pruitt wouldn't have thrown to him, so I'm not too upset about him transferring. Yeah, I, d- I didn't know if you're just – I mean, props to him. He was like, they're not getting me. He changes his first name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He went into hiding. Yeah. He's like, I got my money. <laughs> that check's already cashed, dog. Well, apparently during all that investigation, which I don't care. I'm not like, don't like, it's fun. It's more funny to me that Darnell Washington was obviously implicated in that and is not ruled ineligible. And yet we've seen over time that that does happen. I, I don't care. Um, but it is funny to me. Apparently these players were offered immunity. Uh, to cooperate with NCAA. That's the rumor. I don't well, know if that's true. The at University all. of Tennessee didn't. No, we didn't get any of <laughs> um, In fact, I mean, well, uh, that, do we want to get into that now or do we want to wait until this pit game? 
because I'm, yeah. I, I mean, I've got some Michigan fans to just go after. Oh yeah, let's let's uh, <laughs> let's finish this up. Let's wrap this this game up. I don't really have a lot more. Um, I do think this is a game where Tennessee. It was like, okay, you know, we belong in the top twenty-five. Yeah, I agree. But we have a lot of things we got to fix. The offense wasn't perfect. It wasn't humming. Um, the defense probably looked a lot better than maybe the the rest of the season. But um, yeah, I thought overall this is a, a good win for Josh Heupel. Um, and and it was a good revenge game. You go on the road. Um, same quarterback, you know, Hen- or yeah, Hendon took over in this game mm-hmm. um, a year ago. And, and so for him to, to come back and, and start and uh, put up the numbers he did with a slow start and have kind of all those issues that we ran into and still come out with a win, I, I think was, was huge. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think, too, for the defense, this is an excellent – because I, I, I'm not going to sit here and advocate that they played just an excellent game. Um Thought they played really well. I think I think the big thing that shows what how this defense can help this football team win football games is their ability to get takeaways. Um, I think that's really what you need from this defense. You don't need them to necessarily, which I mean the QB rushes and I, they probably should have had more sacks than they did based on the QB hurries. But um, I mean that's not what you're necessarily going to always get out of this defense. It's it's turnovers, and they've got to find an ability to to get the football on the ground or, or to get some interceptions. Um, and I, I think this, this, this game proves what the defense, what you need out of them for you in football games. Also, I kind of want to get your take on, I feel like Tennessee's offense was really, um, and I think this is when Josh Heupel, I think this is where he makes mistakes as a play caller. Sometimes I feel like we, we slowed the ball down a lot in this game and we weren't always necessarily taking advantage of, uh, defensive mismatches or them not being set. I don't know. I just felt like every time we ran the play clock low, we weren't as effective. Yeah. I, I didn't really notice that on rewatch, okay. but I don't, I mean, I don't disagree. Yeah. Just, um, I, there were a lot of times where I felt like even if you just hand the ball off in this play, you kind of have the advantage. That's where this offense gains advantage is, is snapping the ball. And I don't have a problem with slowing it down. Don't get me wrong. I, I think, Especially when you go three and out twice and you're down ten to nothing. Yeah. Let's slow it down. Let's keep your defense off the field. Let's uh let's try to have more than twenty six second drops, um, like you did to open the game. Yeah. But it just felt like there were some times where we were ineffective and we still did it. Yeah, I think it kind of proved him not to me, but like it proved the the notion like this team run this team, this offense runs effectively when they're able to run the ball effectively. Yeah, no, and, for sure. And when we weren't running the ball effectively, we're going three and out. Yeah. If we, if you know, when Jalen Hyatt was in and he was hanging on to the football, we were getting five yards of carry. That's when we go on that run in the second quarter and and take the lead. Yeah. Um, then when he fumbles, kind of comes out, it kind of puts, you know, that, you know, we're we're not moving the ball as effectively, and I feel like it, it's all about rhythm with this offense. Yeah. Um. I agree. And it just kind of threw us out of rhythm a little bit. That and like the muff punt, and um, you know we we weren't able to score before the half, and you know different stuff like that that just kind of. And, and then like we weren't able to to hit on those deep balls. That that takes a lot out of it too. When you have those opportunities in this offense, you've got to make it happen. And, and Tennessee was able to do that. they pretty much the remainder of the season, besides you know that 
horrible game in Columbia. Um, but other than that, like Tennessee pretty much took care of business. And, yeah, it, it just – this offense is running first. And when they're yeah. able to do that, then it just opens up everything else. And, and that's when it's effective. Yeah, which I don't want to divulge too much into that. Like, I don't want to dive, I don't want to talk about it again. We've already, I feel like, got said our piece about that Georgia rider. But it's just, it's so funny that, yeah, that's you, what you just said about running the football. That's the case for every football team ever. Like, if you want to throw the ball deep, it doesn't really matter how good your quarterback is. You want those one-on-ones or you want him to be able, you want to be able to run an effective play action. Well, first, what you have to do is you have to establish the run. And that's what matters with this team. Um, that's why it's not an air raid. Correct. An air raid isn't running the football. Right. Um, well, you know, they want to, they want to call it the, the art brawls, the, the run and shoot and, or the running gun or whatever they want to call it. Um, what's the other term for it that they use a lot? The veer and shoot, I think is the, is the term they, they want to run or use a lot, which it's not even close yeah. to the veer. Yeah. Gross. I, I, how many times did Hendon Hooker run a uh, a true read option? Like you thought he had the option to keep that ball? Yeah, uh, <laughs> like three, and one of them was a fumble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not very many. We weren't running that um, Butch Jones where everything was a friggin' read option. Yeah, um, so they they don't know ball. They don't know ball. It's fine. Yeah. Just keep telling us how you don't know ball. But uh, I had some. Oh, can we skip the South Carolina rewatch on this? Or do we have to do it? Yeah, we can. Okay. All right. Just we can. Let's watch yeah, another game cool. that week. Let's watch. Uh, that I remember that. Uh, was it Baylor TCU? That game was good. Yeah. Speaking of this Pittsburgh game, you know what other game happened on that same day? Happened on this day, Alabama Texas. Marshall Notre Dame. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, I did forget what's his name transferred to from QB one uh, to to Notre Dame. Um, Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman. Yeah. He also looks. I mean, he's got to be thirty five by now. He looks so old. I saw a TikTok of him at Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean, like him on QB one doesn't have any kind of facial hair whatsoever, and now yeah. he's just got got this massive. He was talking to beard. a the freshman quarterback, and he said this is a sixth preseason camp in college. I was like, that's Damn. insane. <laughs> that brings a whole new term to veteran. Yeah, he um, – Which this is Joe Milton's fifth, right? Wasn't he, wasn't he a redshirt? I don't isn't know. That why, isn't that why he had three years coming in? He's been here a while. He's been here for three. This is his third at Tennessee. So did he yeah. get two at Michigan? Maybe, maybe more. <laughs> he's uh, he's near seven right now. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's all I've got for Pitt. Vols win. Vols win. We're two and zero, baby. Next week they take on Florida. Is that right? Sunday, take on Florida. Yeah, yeah taking right. on Florida Sunday. Yeah, sure. I can't remember our schedule. I had too much fun last year. Way too much. It was, fun. It was a blur. Honestly, except. Except the Alabama game. I'm so glad I remember that so vividly because we did start drinking at 5 a.m. Actually, I think it was – I think we started drinking before 5 a.m. I think the picture I have of us was before 5. Which is honestly so impressive that we were even able to make it down on the field. Correct. 
Correct. I'm surprised. Like I saw a lot of people fall flat on their face, but it wasn't me. <laughs> At least I didn't know ne- it was me. <laughs> never could be me. Uh, no, we have Akron. I knew there was a game between Florida. We have Akron. Oh, dude, screw Akron. Are we watching it or are we going to Florida? No, we're, we're watching it. But okay. What's that stupid coach's name? Oh, what is his name? Moorhead, Joe Moorhead. Yeah, Joe Moorhead. Yeah, he they hurt Cedric Tillman. My again, I, I like why do we miss all these good quotes? Which we you know we talk about the Tommy Tuberville one, the Palm Box. Uh, you have to take me out of Ole Miss in a Palm Box. He ends up at Auburn like the next day. Joe Moorhead in his last press conference at Mississippi State said it would take a, a SWAT team to get, to get him out of Mississippi State. He gets fired like the next day. Yeah, <laughs> they ship him off to Akron. Just like that, that stuff shouldn't be overlooked, guys. Should. It was on his terms. Yeah, for sure. Definitely on his terms. Um, all right, so Akron on Sunday. Akron. Akron. Oh, my gosh. I got. I think I just got access to my burner account again. Let's go! Sorry. Sorry. Someone, someone fake. Someone tried to take credit for my burner account, which makes me think it was kind of good, even though I didn't use it. I used it for one purpose. And one purpose only. Is he even on Twitter anymore? No clue. Okay. No clue. Um, all right. Well, I'm sorry. I got really fired up about that. Uh, guys, we need to tell you. Huh? Oh, go ahead. Oh, we need to tell you guys about Roback. Yeah. Go check it out. Uh, first purchase, you get 20% off with the promo code More Important Issues. All caps. Um, all caps. It matters, but it does. That's uh, code More Important Issues. 20% off your first purchase. Um, they got sick polos. They got uh, quarter zips, shorts, T-shirts. They even got women's wear. And I think that's just like polos and uh, quarter zips also, but in women's. Not just women's wear. They don't have like underwear and stuff like that. But um, they got all the stuff, so go check them out. Um, again, promo code, more important issues. Get you 20% off that first purchase. God dang it. This isn't my, this isn't the OG burner. It's disappointing. Yeah. This is the one I got after I got reported by someone. Well, that stinks. Dang it. I got ahead of myself. Also shout out university traditions. We got a uh, collab coming out here soon. Yeah. Um, they're going to get some hats for us. So, uh, please. Um, sick and smoky said Caleb's audio is distinct. Deceit, pretty bad. Oh well, I'm sorry. Is, is it to you? Yeah, it is. But it, dang, cover my mouth with that. Yeah, my hell. <laughs> and you won't even be able to tell. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Well, that stinks. Um, but yeah, go check out University Traditions. Wearing a hat right here. Um, but yeah, we're gonna get some hats with more important issues. So be on the lookout for that. I um, really appreciate uh, them doing that for us and we're yeah, shout out. Yep. We've also got some, we've got some cool stuff. We got some stickers on the way. You need to be playing it. If you're not signed up for the hackers cup, that's where we'll have it at uh, a lot of the new ones, but we got some stickers and then I've also got a surprise for Landon that I'm, I'm pretty excited about. Okay. I'm, um, I'm now excited. here, here's the, here's the first surprise I've got for, I, I think I'm going to order one for everybody. I'm going to send it right now to the group text. Um, but I've got another surprise coming too, but yeah, I think I saw this on sale today. Or yesterday, um, so I think I'm gonna order one of one for each of you all. <laughs> <laughs> this this is my surprise. That's one of them. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. Oh, 
That's still twenty dollars. <laughs> no, I was like, that was five, one hundred percent. I'd be buying it, but uh, not not for twenty. No, yeah, you're probably not getting that. That's a little. That's a little out of my price range, dude. Also, like, I mean, stupidity of an epidemic is these shirts, man. These the Gildan the jerseys. Well, I'm just talking like Gildan, just cheap shirts. I bought one of those um, Daddy'sburg ones, dude. Like I already have like two holes in it, and I've worn it one time. Just terribly made shirts. Stop, stop doing that. Just make them comfort color, and let's pay five extra dollars for it, and let's let's you, at least have it for at least a couple wears. This is the cheapest man of all time, and you heard him. He'll pay five extra dollars for your comfort color shirt. Yeah. So please. get on that. If he'll do that, anybody will. Yeah, Which I've I've gone to almost exclusively having. Comfort, like only buying comfort color shirts. Like if I'm going to spend money, like you said, if you're going to spend money on a t-shirt, get a good t-shirt. Right. Yeah. And so that's like kind of been my, I'm only, cause they don't shrink. Um, you have them almost forever. Now I wish they had more colors and comfort color. Like you, they're all pretty like plain. Like this is a comfort color shirt and it's almost like a silver. And then I, you get white, silver, gray, like, and like dark gray. <laughs> And that's pretty much all the comfort colors. Mm-hmm. I have some other ones, but it's pretty rare. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, good t-shirts. I don't know. Maybe we get some more important issues, comfort colors, shirts. Yeah, let's do that again. We'll see. Big pocket tee guy. I think this, yeah, this is pocket tee. Yeah. I'm saying. I, I, I don't, do you ever put anything in your pockets? Never. We should, we should bring pins. Like that should be a normal thing now. Like pins front pocket again. Okay. My dad used to always have three. He'd always have a pin in his pocket. Three pins? What do you do with all those pins? I don't know. He always had one, but I would would wager they were pretty often. He had at least multiple. Hmm. And he always had the same pins, too. It was the – I actually think – I don't use them. I don't like them. I'm a big – these Inkjoy Papermate, those are my pins. Those are my go-tos. Yeah. I don't have I don't have one of his classic pins. It's the uh, I can't remember the brand now. Ah, oh, that ain't it. Dang it! I thought that was it. Oh well. Well, I tried. Uh, businesses need to start bringing pins back, which I don't know where I got this one. Do you like collecting? Like not collecting them, but like having like. Anytime I see like a free pin with a, a name on it, I'm like, yeah, I'm taking that. Yeah, like Tennessee State Bank pins. Yeah. Uh, cool beans. I'm I'm sorry to the bartender that had me check out a cool beans or a tab out. I do have a cool beans pin. Oh yeah, you're <laughs> sorry. Stolen. stolen. Uh, I'll pay for. Uh, I've paid for it. Definitely. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I, I do like getting pins. Uh, I definitely have a couple Mount Olive pins in here somewhere. Um, yeah, big pin guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. One day we'll have a whole show of you just. Just going off your different pants. Uh, they're pretty much all. This. They're pretty much all these. I do have multiple colors though. Um, I'm trying to extend this thing out. We we had to go off. off I mean, we we have some out, we have some re- recruiting Not to get really. to. You're going to mention it, and then we're going to go. That sucks, and move on. Yeah, I mean, but then we got <laughs> we got Michigan to to take care of too. Okay, all right, all right. So recruiting. Why the hell do people want to go to LSU? Damn it! I mean, I get it. They're probably paying good. Yeah. I guess that that's what it is, but Luke Holman, um, Alabama's ace, Point Tennessee, Alabama, or 
Tennessee, LSU picks, um, LSU. I mean, I guess they won a national championship, but also, like, that team is gone. Well, he just wants to get bet on. He knows now maybe his old coach will bet on him rather than against him. Yeah, if, if I'm if I got two both those coaches in a room, there ain't no way I'm picking Jay Johnson's Hobbit looking ass over. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Um, All right, and then Kyle Bates picks uh, LSU over Tennessee. So LSU's just having a good for them. I mean, I guess, like, he didn't watch that game last season. I, I don't know what that was. No. Did he Which just not was, pay attention? Did he, he have a fall wedding he had to attend? Probably. Probably Damn so. It. It, is, it is pretty funny, LSU's season. They end up in Atlanta. I was watching – I need to send it to you because it's fun to watch because there's a lot of games that you didn't – either you didn't get to watch because Tennessee is playing or you're tailgating or fall weddings or uh, they were just tiny games that weren't even on TV. But I watched, like, the greatest or the best, like, comebacks or, like – clutch moments in the football season last year. And like, I, I obviously remember this happening. It was uh, so much fun to watch. I love seeing Brian Kelly just uh, clobber over like that kid that he killed in Notre Dame. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, the, the people forget he did kill a kid. Um, their season, I mean, to end up in Atlanta, just getting dog stomped by Tennessee at home. They lose to Florida State in the opener on a blocked extra point. Um, so like, honestly, for that's pretty crazy how their season ended up. Yeah, special teams, not their specialty. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I mean, they, they muffed a kickoff. <laughs> they did. Us. It's uh, legendary. I want to know, if did we go – I don't know if that question has been asked. It probably, it probably has. But did we go after that kid? Because, like, we did not, like – we didn't run those, like, sky kicks very often. Yeah. That was one of those uh, longest yard – Moments, longest yard, or you know, uh, or uh, not longest yard. Um, uh, I was gonna say it may happen longest yard, but there's my bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> what is it, Water Boy? <laughs> yeah, I did that one time. I got yelled at for it too. I was told not to kick it at someone, and I was like, that guy was not gonna catch that. I kicked it right at him. <laughs> that does I remind it, me. I picked of... the baddest sob on the front of the line. I was like, let me see you catch it. Prove me wrong. I think. The longest yard, like, was trying to do that same thing. They're like, Brucey, go kick off. <laughs> and they're like, Coach, Brucey can't kick worth a shit. <laughs> He's like, I'll cover the ball. <laughs> I mean, just, that's just great coaching. For sure. For he sure. knew his personnel. It's a, that That's that's the most important part of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, tough, uh, tough sledding. You, you do have um, four-star offensive tackle Bennett Warren make his decision July 31st. You have Amari Jefferson will visit Tennessee and Alabama this coming week, and then he will make his decision on August 5th. So, uh, two to look forward to. Hopefully they go better than the, the baseball player and, you know, Kyle Bates. So, at least yeah. they're not choosing between us and LSU. <laughs> Takes one team out of the equation. Um. I also did – I did find that picture of that Georgia girl. I don't know if she's peeing or taking a dump in the troughs, but since there's been so much trough talk this week, uh, I did go on a search to, to find it. So, okay. um, yeah, that's uh, – I didn't know if you were, like, showing it or you just uh, – I can. Um, let me just – let me send this to, to Joey and see if we can get it okay. uploaded real quick. Um, it's pretty gross. I kind of forgot how gross it was. 
Okay. Um, so um, maybe we maybe we don't show it. Okay. You don't see anything necessarily, but just the thought of the idea of it's pretty disgusting. Also, I mean, I'm glad I'm kind of glad someone has a picture for proof because I don't know if it ever ever be believed. But part of part of going to the troughs is learning proper etiquette. Okay. It's where your it's where your father teaches you eyes forward, eyes up, eyes forward. So like having a phone out at the at the at the troughs kind of disrespectful to the trough if we're just being honest. Yeah, and like everybody at the trough, everybody's curious, right? Like you you kind of want to look. You're like, you know, <laughs> you? What's, what's he working with? <laughs> but but it's that like thought that you might get caught. <laughs> <laughs> that would just be the most Yo, awkward thing. Don't ever, ever admit that. Um, ever. <laughs> what? Clip that. What? No, I mean, okay. It, it's like when you're told not to look, and it makes you want to look. No, not at the trough. <laughs> I'm Oz forward, man. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Oz forward. This is why they're taking the troughs out of kneeling. They've got peeping toms like you. Want to... <laughs> it sounds bad, but it sounds terrible. <laughs> what oh, man. there you go. That's what she wanted to look too, probably. Oh, she was looking. That's that. That's a poop squat. I don't. I I poop squatted me. That's poop squat. Yeah, that's like the hall pass when like that lady is like trying to pee and just shits <laughs> over the the wall. That's. That's what that she's trying is. to throw up. No, no, she's trying to yeah. sneak. She's trying to sneeze. Yeah, to something sneeze. like that. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's it. Um, that's pretty gross. I mean, that's. But it created a good moment, and that's we're never going to get those again. Danny, keep keep one trough in kneeling. I'll walk. I'll walk a quarter mile to go pee in it. I, I love this comment. Landon Allen said, "This just in: Jared Garantano to Hoover to serve as quarterback coach on the <laughs> Not even Hoover would hire Jeremy Pruitt again. No. Not even Hoover. Are they still good? I don't know. I feel like I they should never be bad. But. Right. I don't know if they still do, but I, this kind of makes sense now. When I remember watching two-a-days, I remember thinking how nice their stadium was. Like, they had, like, luxury boxes. They played, they played at the Hoover Met for some time. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. It's pretty crazy. um yeah i've also we got to get some we got to get some more made um keep troughs on on rocky top that is a true sentiment that i hold Uh, i know some people aren't trough fans and uh to those people i say shut the hell up um some of us like to pee like a man we uh we talk i think we talked about on the show if i had to guess we talk about troughs a lot we're we're trying to get a trough at at landon's pool and i'll never pee pee in your pool again if you have a trough so yeah feel like you need to get on that if you piss my pool again, I'm going to drown you in it. I peed in it yesterday. No, you did not. How much you want to bet? Ravens, Ravens, like, really upset with you. That's fine. I'm just letting you know. That's fine. I'll get mad. a trough and it'll never happen again. I know you don't care if I'm mad at you, but... Raven. I don't... I mean, I'm a little scared of Raven. I'm more <laughs> scared of her, her than I am you. But <laughs> if, you get, if you get a trough, then this problem goes away. Dude, that thing's going to smell... Snow. Just put ice in it. Yeah, I'm thinking like maybe we get like a um, like a draining system and just dump it in the school's parking lot. I'm thinking you run the pipe to the school's parking lot. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I'll dig the hole. I'll dig the trench. 
Okay. We got a guy that knows how to plumb. We do. We got a plumber. So it's good. It's good to know somebody. Yeah. All right. Mike, well, Mike uh, Evans is in here. That's cool. Mike Evans, the Mike Evans. I, I guess. I don't know if another one exists. Gotta be. Love that. Uh, if you did come for Smokey, um, bad news. Technical difficulties are going to push that back to either Sunday or we're just going to post it on YouTube. Um, it is a long, long interview, which is good, but it did create some uh, unexpected hurdles. Um, so hang with us there. If you, if a lot of people that know us know Josh Lay, great dude, funny dude, uh, big Tennessee fan. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's uh, lived in New York, New York for a while, so so bared the torch up there. Um, he uh, he also is a world traveler, so now he just gets to find out exactly where Tennessee ball fans live. Yeah. Also, I, I he's I, the one that takes all the pictures at, at random places. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, I, I'm going to share this story. This is shared and it's got the history behind it, but just maybe kind of keep you on your toes, get to find out about it. Uh, if you're somehow some way, a New Jersey devils fan and also a Tennessee fan, uh, the N- NJ devil, the name of their mascot, he, he dons the number double zero because, because of Smokey and you ought to come back to get the rest of that story. BA. Yeah. Uh, he, NJ devil doesn't have a Wikipedia at all. I was going to add it to his Wikipedia. It doesn't have one. Kind of disappointing, yeah. But what are you gonna do? All right. Uh, questions? We have any? We do. Um, let me get to this real quick. Big Orange Hypel says, "Any transfers that might be late additions?" Um, I haven't heard any. I've seen it's a little, a little late in the process, but. I guess never say never, but yeah, right now I, I just don't in in any sport I just don't see any at this point. Yeah, it's I, I kind of I'm interested to see like I don't know what our scholarship counts at right now. Can we even do that? Because we're yeah, also that, docked a couple scholies. Yeah, that might be an option there too. I don't I don't know. Um, I, I basketball you gave that. You know, open slot to Josiah Jordan James. He went back on scholarships. So, other than that, I don't see one with baseball unless, you know, they want to add a shortstop or maybe a, another pitcher. But I haven't heard any names at this point other Sorry. than that, Luke Holman. And then um, football, yeah, it's just it's kind of late. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, fall camp starts here. Basically. Yeah. Now, now if the. Best tackle in the country when they enter the portal. Yeah, Tennessee would probably make a phone call. But, um, yeah, at, at this point, I just don't see it. Right. Right. All right. Any other questions? That's all I got. We answered your questions about Jeremy Pruitt. Don't ask another one. Yeah. We've, we've said our piece. Still, we'll still talk about him because it's funny, but we've said our piece right. for today. Stupidity. Stupidity. All right. Um, let's see here. The uh, Plainview School Board. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they just want their athletes to get paid, okay? Yeah, I got you. Uh, okay, so my stupidity is Michigan fans, but this is actually a Georgia fan that initially said it. Um, he said suspending Harbaugh for a third of the season while Tennessee got a slap on the wrist for 200-plus infractions is hilarious. 
Um, well, the people involved did not get a slap on the wrist. Jeremy Pruitt can't coach in college football, or he has a show cause. I shouldn't say he couldn't coach uh, for two or six years. It also, I mean, effectively sent back like six coaches to the high school ranks. Uh, you got Moose at IMG. Uh, Felton, is he in high school? Did I see that? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, not exactly a slap on the wrist. Plus, I mean, I said it, and I, I truly mean this. For all the Michigan fans that are whining and crying about it, if Tennessee opened the season with UNLV, Bowling Green, uh, I know Rutgers is on there in that four-game stretch. Uh, there's someone else really bad. And then the NCAA said, you can suspend Josh Heupel for those four games, or you can have these 28 scholarships revoked, recruiting restrictions that come with that. Um $8 million, whatever. I would trade that every single day of the week. You have to. You have four games against those dog shit opponents? Are you kidding me? So it's East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, and Rutgers. I hope Josh Hyper would fall on the sword if that was, trade was available. <laughs> yeah. like, like, I think your staff can hold it down, big dog. Yeah. That That's like that. The four games against. First off, let's be honest. Those four games were strategic. If Michigan opened the season home and home versus Texas, the, it wouldn't be an option. They'll just get the other Harbaugh brother to coach them. Exactly. No one will ever yeah. know. They'll just work Yankees. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, hundred percent. So that's just. I, it, I, Michigan fans trying to compare it to Tennessee situation is absurd for so many reasons. Um, but yeah, it's. We literally that lost half of our roster. We we're, we didn't even yeah we didn't even go back to 2020 and 2021. What happened? I'm just talking about the actual suspension that was held down. Yeah. Tennessee got off way worse than Michigan. They have no scholarship reductions, no recruiting restrictions. Which anytime you commit a recruiting violation, you should automatically get at least restricted. So you you committed you had a, a guy on campus illegally or something. All right, that's immediately you can't have a official right after that boom at least one official you get punished for that they're not even getting that yeah i mean i i think he shouldn't be able to coach like the biggest home game of the year like make him like pay for it i don't really care it's just them comparing it that makes it so absurd to me yeah i don't i don't really care either but i mean let's also go back to like bruce pearl i mean look what right. he got for for the same thing cookout. <laughs> the same thing the exact yeah. same thing you got a six four year so cause yeah which, and I think Harbaugh's is worse because this was during a pandemic. You can't be having a barbecue in a <laughs> pandemic. I mean, gosh, do you even care about the kids? <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> also, why are Georgia fans complaining about it? Like, you have your own set of problems down there. Yeah, worry about the speed limit, you freaking jackasses. <laughs> God. <laughs> I love getting you riled up. Dude, I've just been in the mood. This is just the time of year where people are just like spitting out takes. It don't even make sense. Yeah, we got to get football on the TV quick. I mean, yeah. it's getting absurd. Yeah, I like Brian Rice, but holy crap, is his take about freaking <laughs> Luke Holmes. You know, you know I've shared this, right? Insane. You know we've talked about this. Yeah, we have. But okay. he just keeps on bringing it up. It's like, yeah, dude, it's we very understand weird you don't like him. But hammer into the ground. Yeah, I mean. Which, by the way, I. He called I, it off. Awful I cover. It, I think it's basketball. an absolute banger. It is. And I think Tracy Chapman's is an absolute banger. Right. Yeah, you can like both. He just doesn't like country music, which 
It's very strange that you live in the South and don't like country music. I'm all for hating the like country from like 19, probably like 97 to to now, other than like a few exceptions. He hates the genre, period. Yeah, which is like, I, I, I'm a big country music fan, but like, yeah, um, Luke Bryan, out. Yeah, um, I mean, Jason Aldini's been in the news. That's not country music. Let's be, let's just like, let's say it like that is. First off, if country, all right. If, if, if you have a country music singer, this is like not a political take at all. And it's going to sound political, but I just need to say it just to be a hundred percent clear about what country music is. If there's a country song about supporting the police, it's not a freaking country song. <laughs> like that's it. Like I, I've lived in Appalachia my whole life. Like true, like country redneck back woods people they hate the freaking police all right like let's well, just be and honest most, and yeah well most of those like towns the sheriff is also like the preacher and the <laughs> banker and accountant and everything else so yeah but yeah the jason aldean's not a country music artist um kenny chesney no he's not I'm sorry he's got that bro bullcrap whatever um Whoa. it's not country music Whoa. i mean he's i don't not, like he's don't also like, not a tennessee fan yeah, I don't like Kenny Chesney for other reasons, but I would. Voice he's of got Paul like he's got like. Music. Oh my gosh, that song's terrible. What? It's not good. Oh yeah, it's not good. I'll give it. I'll give back where I come from a little bit of, a little bit of credit. It's kind. Of, I mean, yeah, no, it's not good. It's not good. It's not I mean, simple. Kenny Chesney's not. I, I'm sorry. I don't look you, you should have just stopped after Luke Bryan because I mean Kermit the Frog singing about country music when he's trying to Luke Bryan's easy pickings though. Well, yeah, I mean he's trying to do like the Dougie while he's singing about like girl in my front seat with a red dress and um, a ponytail. I think, the, I think you're singing the Bo Burnham song right now. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, come on, come on. Kenny's got. I, I'll give him more than back where I come from. Boys of Fall is just a. Is that what it's called? Well, she thinks my tractor's sexy. No, I'm out on that one. It's a banger. <laughs> there is so there, there. I'll say this all all the time. There are some country songs that are terrible that I absolutely love. Just because I think it's just like, I don't know. It's just they're almost like comedic, and they're fun yeah. to sing. Yeah, I get it. yeah, it's it's got to be catchy. Yeah, but like I don't want to be prideful that I like them. Okay. So I mean, I'll never have a tractor, so I don't know if my wife would think <laughs> it was sexy. But I'd like to think she would if I actually had one. But I live in a subdivision, so it wouldn't make sense at all. You should definitely get a tractor. <laughs> yeah, we should keep our eye out on 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 Facebook Marketplace for a tractor. Should that be orange? Like a- the trough that's yeah. just the front of it is a trough we gotta get a trough i like it's joey get online and see how much a trough cost <laughs> <laughs> just, just get on Am- if you put it on amazon raven might just have like buy it if it's on a deal oh she would 100 guess okay, what i bought it, this week see if you can find like a like a 20 percent off trough or something guess what i bought this week uh i don't know a freaking basketball goal for the pool oh yeah i saw it, it looks good yeah um, but we're playing football Saturday, right? Oh yeah, football. Okay. Um, Wes cut his nails this time. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm growing mine, mine out. They seem to be advantageous. That's not that bad. From Lowe's, what yeah. does it look like? Let me see it. It's a like a steel one. Mm. 
Do we want like one? Yeah, I think we're. I think we got to go with the classic. That sounds expensive, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. One fifty nine ain't bad though. We can work with one fifty nine steel. What about a trough that's like a half of a whiskey barrel? That would be freaking sweet. It's only a hundred dollars. That sounds like a one seater though. I feel like we need at least like three people to be able to pee in it at once. Yeah, well, not you though. You don't ever get to pee with me ever again. How many times have you looked at my wiener? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm getting concerned. <laughs> God, I can't wait to be back I, in Neon Stadium. Are they really not going to have troughs in the south end zone? Is that real? We're going to have them in the north, baby. No, you're not. Oh, do you think you'll still have them up top? Don't you all have troughs? Yeah, we have troughs, yeah. Okay, that gives me hope because that area, I guess the upper deck, the upper deck got renovated with the party deck, but they obviously didn't up update everything. But, like, that gives me hope. Yeah, they're going to keep some of it. Yeah. They need to worry about other stuff like Wi-Fi. Don't worry about the troughs. Leave the troughs. Spend the money you're going to spend on urinals. Put it into Wi-Fi. Yeah. Urinals are probably pretty expensive. Like you, you just found a trough for 159 bucks. How much is a urinal? At least that. That's one. This trough can at least fit three. Yeah, but I think troughs are less expensive because people can see you. That's fine with me. Their eyes forward, Landon. They're not looking. No one looks at the trough except for you. I don't look. I'm just saying, like I don't know. When it sounds like you look, when it's saying that you shouldn't look, like we're all just staring at the wall. It kind of makes me just like my eyes just like kind of go around. You look at the you look at the concrete, and that's it. And you listen to the game. That's all you do. Golly, what are you gonna like? You're gonna tell your kid? You're like, <laughs> you're like, hey, listen, buddy. I know you're gonna you're not, you're gonna feel like you need to look, but you, you you think about it, but you can't. Yeah, you you say you want this trough. I mean, you got a whole freaking trough back here. You, you're using my pool as one. Yeah, correct. Until you get an actual one, I will be. No, I'll be like that Georgia girl here in a minute taking a dookie in there. I'm, you're gonna drown in your own piss. <laughs> I'm gonna drown you. I mean, I almost got drowned a couple times last weekend, so it wouldn't shock me. Any more There's stupidities? Like, okay, do you, hold on. If you don't, like, you've been stuck in the bottom of a pile before, right? And you feel like you're going to suffocate and die? Yeah. Getting stuck in the bottom of a pile while playing pool football, it is like actually you feel death. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> and for some reason, I still tried to go low every time and get stuck yeah. in the bottom of piles. It was terrible. It was I really awesome. do hope that insurance policy is good, honestly. It was awesome. Yeah, we may need it. Um, any more stupidities? Uh, I mean, I, I I had one. Oh, I should have found this video. Okay, so I don't... You know how now you see videos and you can't decide if they've been faked to go viral? Uh, like you see people doing the most absurd things? Yeah. Like that guy that ran out on the court to deliver DoorDash. You're like, I mean, that's awesome, but it has to be faked and it turned out it was. Right. Okay, so I watched this video of this guy, this dad in Texas. Apparently, this kid was trapped in the car. He starts beating the windshield out, which is like the hardest window to break in a car. Especially to like get someone out of the car. Mm -hmm. Video plays. This guy's helping him. They finally get the windshield destroyed. Took him forever, obviously, to get a hole in the windshield. Then someone hands the child out like through the windshield of the vehicle. So there's someone in the vehicle now at this point. 
And instead of unlocking the doors and getting them out, they hand them out of the windshield. It was the most absurd thing I've ever watched in my entire life. And I don't, like, I think it had to be faked, but I don't know. Conspiracy. I I don't get it. And I'm guessing they, did they crawl through the windshield to get the kid and then pass them back through? Like, I don't understand what happened. If you ever have any dog, child, anything trapped in the car, just bust like a door window out and then open it. It's that simple. I think it would be awesome if they like made it so dumb. Like they got in the car and like they like went through the windshield, handled them a hammer where they could bust out the rest of it. And then they, <laughs> one of them crawled back out while the other one's trying to hit it with a hammer. That would yeah. be funny. Right. I don't know what happened in this video. I, I, I'm assuming it had to be faked because it was that absurd to watch. I watched the whole thing. Like news stations were posting it. It had to be news. Correct. That's how we determine our news now. I don't know. I just hate this world so much. I don't know how you feel about it. Maybe that's pros and cons. <laughs> um, anything else? No, nah, that's it for me. Awesome. Um, guys, we love you. Thanks again for listening. Landon's probably looking at you at the trough. So if, you're at, <laughs> if you're at the trough with Landon, just leave. Just zip it up and go. That's fine with me. That's hopefully the line shorter. More room. Yeah, yeah. if you're if you're in section uh you in ZZ, ZZ eleven. Yeah. Just don't even go. Just don't even go to the bathroom. Yeah. Find somewhere else. Joey, you still in here? Is Joey still in here? He never chimed in. See uh I don't know. The or something? See, he, he might be at the trough. Are you he's trying to get him to pull it up while he's at the trough? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You being Joey? <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, guys, thanks again. We'll be back on Sunday with Smokey, hopefully, bearing any um, difficulties. Just be on the lookout on our, on our Twitter for um, some more stuff we have going on, some events and stuff like that. So uh, appreciate y'all. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.